I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So after a few very busy news weeks with, you know, really unprecedented news stories to cover, we actually have a slow news day today. I do have a few things to go over, but we definitely have less action-packed and some more updates on some previous cases that we've discussed. So let's go ahead and jump in. For this first story, I do have to issue a content warning. This story involves a mass shooting of teenagers. So we don't have any mini stories today. I'm just going to go ahead and jump into a longer story to start off with. Dadeville, Alabama had a mass shooting. So at least four teenagers were left dead after a birthday party went terribly wrong. 15 teens in total were treated for gunshot wounds at a local hospital on Saturday night. Nine of them even needed to be transferred to more high-tech medical facilities for their injuries, some being flown into trauma centers in Birmingham. The shooting happened about 10.30 p.m. on Saturday night. The birthday party was being held at a dance studio, and that's kind of all we know for right now. It's one of those unfolding stories that I'm sure as we get into the week, we'll we'll know a lot more about and we'll be sure to keep you guys posted on that. And with that, we will jump into our next story, which is exactly that kind of update. So if you guys remember, Bob Lee, the founder of Cash App, was found stabbed to death in San Francisco less than two weeks ago. This news shocked the tech world with many prominent tech figures speaking out about what a great guy Bob Lee had been. Well, now an acquaintance of Bob's, a 38-year-old Nima Monemi, was arrested for his murder. Nima was a tech consultant and entrepreneur. It seems the murder, however, may have revolved more around Nima's sister rather than some sort of a professional dispute or rivalry. You see, Nima's sister went out with Bob Lee the night of his murder and then he went back to her apartment with her even though she was married. Her brother then seemed to have confronted Bob about whether or not the two of them were doing drugs together. Bob insisted that they were not and he left with Nima that night about 30 minutes before he was likely to have been killed. And this was captured them leaving on um, a CCTV kind of camera. Police believe that Nima then drove him to a remote location where he stabbed Bob to death with a kitchen knife. It seems that Nima had a past record to do with knives specifically. He was charged with illegal possession of a switchblade in addition to driving with a license that was suspended after getting a DUI. 
Mr. Lee was known to his friends and family to be a kind, bright, and brilliant young man. He leaves behind two daughters. Our heart goes out to everyone affected by his loss, and we will definitely keep you guys posted on this unfolding case. Okay, and for our last story today, we're going to go over what we know now about the military leaks court case. Let's jump in. So prosecutors have now charged Jack Tiextera. I I may be mispronouncing that name if you guys want to DM me. (laughs) I know a lot of you guys DM me about pronunciation, but I think I want to say Tiextera. He was age 21, as we've covered before, and they've charged him with two counts. So the first is the unauthorized retention and transmission of national defense information. And number two, the unauthorized removal and retention of classified documents or materials. So for the time being, he remains in custody and a hearing is scheduled for Wednesday to determine further detention, according to a statement from the U.S. Attorney's Office in Massachusetts. It seemed that Jack knew what he was doing could get him into trouble, but he continued to do it anyway. He would actually search these military databases for any information about the leaks, kind of seemingly to see if his superiors were catching on to his tricks and to see what they were saying about them. As we have discussed before, he released the documents originally into a group chat on a gaming platform where he seemed keen to impress the mostly male group of members who made racist jokes among other things so you can you're you can use your imagination to come up with uh what type of group this was but the new york times profiled the main three types of leaker leakers and i thought this was really fascinating so typically when leaks happen they happen for one of three reasons and so here's the three groups number one is like the spy like somebody who is purposefully trying to get information out of the U.S. government and leak it to another entity like the Russian government, let's say. So they're spying. The second category is like a public servant, like a whistleblower, somebody who wants, who sees things going down that they don't believe in and they don't believe are in standing with our country's moral code. So they leak things to the press or to the public so that the public will know about whatever sketchy thing is going on. So that's kind of whistleblower, public servant. And number three is the hoarder. Apparently, there is a type of person who will take home these types of classified documents just to have them and just to keep them. It doesn't seem to be much more of a purpose behind it, but they hoard mass amounts of these documents that they should not have at their home. So I didn't know about that category. I thought that was really crazy and fascinating, but... What's interesting with this case, of course, is that Jack doesn't seem to fall into any of these categories. Based off of what we know right now, it just seems like he released this sensitive life and death type document because he could, which is pretty sickening if you ask me. And in our house, he may or may not be referred to as that little shit, but that'll stay between us, right? And that is the news du jour.
Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, it's amazing what can be accomplished when we don't waste time worrying who gets the credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oklahoma.